0: Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com
1: Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Whoa, Mark's out the door. Mark's not here. It's just me, me and you, and we're talking tech. We're going to be talking tech with one of my favorite smart people in the world. Now, really, really? Um, You know, I like to think of myself as kind of smart. But whenever I talk to Stephen Rose from Microsoft, I know I'm not smart only because I totally glaze over. (laughs) He knows the stuff that is just way too advanced for me. He's the worldwide community and social media manager for the Windows commercial group at corporate headquarters in Redmond for Microsoft. And I wanted to have Stephen on today because couple of new products. We've got the new IE9 Release Candidate. Uh, what does Release Candidate mean? I want to know this. And I want to talk about that new Bing toolbar because, as you know, I get a little nervous about Google knowing way too much of my business. Stephen, you going to help me with this?
2: Of course, Marcia. Anytime.
1: Well, let me know. Uh, IE9 Internet Explorer 9, the browser, Release mm. Candidate. What does release candidate mean? Does that mean it's in beta, or help us out with this?
2: Okay. Usually uh, what we do is the first stage is something called a beta. Beta does mean that it's generally not feature complete. Uh, it's still, uh, it's the you know, it's the first release we're going to put out to people. We want to get feedback. We may add additional features. It may not work perfectly for you. There can be some problems. But it's a great way to get it out to a wide variety of people using a wide variety of hardware And really sort of shake out the kinks. Release candidate means it is feature complete. This is how the browser will look when it's finally released. Again, we're still looking to get uh, telemetry or feedback back from people on what works and what doesn't. Know which sites may have some problems so that when we do the final release, or what we would call a release to market, or in this case, release to web, RTW, it's ready to go. And uh, people will get a great experience, and they should have very few problems. Uh, We had 22 million people download the beta. So that gave us a lot of great feedback on what to do. We've added one or two new features to the browser since
1: So the in other words, before it's you mention the features, um, if we're going to download the release candidate, we can feel fairly safe. Our system is not going to blow up, and it's going to work pretty darn well.
2: Uh, absolutely. You're going to find that 99% of the sites that you regularly go to, the most popular sites on the web going to work well and uh and you're really going to see some great new things i think in this browser I'm, I'm very very happy with it and the rc is very stable uh the beta still had a little bit of work to be done on it
1: will you tweet out the link to where people can find it
2: actually they can go to microsoft.com forward slash ie but i will and that's the easiest way to do it or you All can right. go we'll to Bing and type in ierc and it will take you right to the web page to get it
1: very nice so what is new in ie9
2: well, in IE9, I mean, as opposed to IE8, I think the first thing that people are going to find is that this browser is is very, very fast. It uses hardware acceleration. So instead of trying to get software to speed up the browser, we're actually using the hardware. We're actually using the chip itself. Um, there's a really cool demo called Betafish, which came out of beta. Get it, beta. Fish beta?
1: beta
2: and fish, uh, guy. the idea was that using our competing browsers, that you could have about 10, 15 fish swimming around on this page and... After you got past that point, it would start to get jerky. We had 150 fish swimming around on the screen. No. no, no, no. Are you saying like
1: running. 100, 150 tabs open?
2: No, I'm saying 150 fish inside the single <laughs> web frame, all swimming around and moving simultaneously. That's how well we were able to render graphics and how fast.
1: Okay, so it's do. hardware enabled. I got it. Perfect. Hardware enabled.
2: Absolutely. Right. We have tearaway tabs, something that people have been asking us for a long time. So if you have two tabs open. You can grab one of those tabs and pull it out and turn it into a separate, completely framed web browser. So now you have two instances open. Oh, I like that. Instead of having to switch between.
1: I like that. Oh, that, that's really nice. Somebody looked at my computer the other day and they said, you have more tabs open than anybody I've ever seen. It, it would really be nice to be able to break. Now, if you break it into multiple browsers, are you increasing your memory use? I've always. I'd love to know that.
2: Not not, not with Bing. Uh, whether you're using it in a separate frame or whether you're using it inside of a single frame, you're not increasing, increasing memory use. Now, if you have 10, 10 tabs open, whether they're separate frames or not, yes, you will be using more RAM because all of those pages are now being held in memory. So you are going to be, and as you close those, you will release up some RAM. But it's a very okay. minimal amount.
1: And if you open, let's say, a second browser window with more tabs... Uh, will the second browser window take any more memory than the extra tabs would do, or you just as well open 20 tabs in your browser window and leave it at that?
2: You manage to open up 20, br- 20 tabs as long as you're running only one type of browser. If you open up a second type, let's say instead of using Internet Explorer, you decide to open up Firefox, then yes, now you're going to have two separate memory right. strings and additional memory for that. So.
1: Right, because you're maintaining two full kind of... Browser operating systems on your mm-hmm. system at the same time. Okay, Absolutely. yeah, that's Right, but uh, a lot of times I'll open two of Internet Explorer just because yeah, I want to keep but them that separate. That will make
2: a difference for you with nine. With nine, you're still running one memory string, and everything's protected, meaning if for some reason a web page crashes, it'll yeah. actually recover that web page. It'll take you right back. So if it locks up and it goes gray, which sometimes can happen, not necessarily because of the browser, something else running, it'll say, hang on. And it will reopen up that page and said, hey, your browsing session ended suddenly. I'm taking you right back to where you were at.
1: Okay, because that is one of the features I did like about Firefox is when I closed Firefox, it would say, would you like me to remember your tabs? Do we have that on IE9? If
2: it crashes, for Mm -hmm. some reason, let's say you've got something else open, it crashes and it takes out your browser. When you restart Mm -hmm. your browser, it will take you right back to where you left off.
1: I see. That's great.
2: So you don't have to go, where was I, or you happen to find a page, don't remember where it was at, and then your browser locked up because you had too much going or something was not working right. It's going to remember where you're at. It's going to help you out and bring you right back to there.
1: Now, what are some of the other features?
2: Well, I I, I think really two or three of the biggest reasons why someone might want to check out IE beyond just the speed, and I think the new look, the new minimalist look is great because you get a lot more room to browse, is it is the most secure browser in the world and that's just great between the phishing filters which tell you hey you may have typed on ebay.com but you're being redirected somewhere else and you should be aware of that and the fact your whole toolbar will change colors immediately tells you that there could be a problem and that you're not going where you think you're going and it requires your attention i love that feature i think it's great i always um i always imagine dot when i have to do something uh, i used to uh, back in the days when i was doing uh, supporting networks i had this woman named dot and i uh she was a very, very basic user. Anything that changed from the status quo, she would call me and I had to go to her desk and explain why yeah. things were. And we've really thought about dot when we built this browser now.
1: But it's dot friendly.
2: Yes, it's dot friendly. Because dot if and, she didn't see the picture of her grandkids on the desktop and if her icon wasn't exactly where she left it, she would flip out. So
1: I, I love it. I love. Maybe I ought to be writing IE nine for seniors now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's you know we have more and more people on the web. So how is IE ranking in the browser wars these days?
2: It's doing well. It's really picking up. I think one of the really great features that people really love, uh, especially with IE9, is the fact that now you get this not just pinning, but the smart pinning. So for example, if you go to, let's say, Facebook.com, and we have millions and millions of people that do that all the time, and you grab that little Internet Explorer and you drag it to your toolbar, when you right-click, you'll see now, even when Facebook isn't open, when you right-click on that app for Facebook, it says, do you want to go to news or messages or events or your friends, or do you even want to start this in an in-private browsing, meaning that you're not leaving any traces of what you're doing or where you're at on the web? I love what they refer to as jump lists. And jump okay,
1: jump list. Right-way. So this is yeah. this is just not. Me- In other words, it's not burning up memory, and you have your not little uh, kind of little uh, new new modern bookmarks.
2: <laughs> right. Instant and, bookmarks. And, and I, I know you know you're a you're a huge fan of eBay. If you go up to eBay and you pin eBay up, and, and eBay is closed, so you go to your taskbar and you see the eBay icon. When you right click it, it says My eBay, Sell on eBay, Daily Deals, Fashion. Or visit PayPal right there. So if you want to see what the daily deals are, you simply right-click your eBay icon in your taskbar. You'll see daily deals. You click on it, and it takes you right to deals.ebay.com. shows you the daily deals without you having to go to eBay and go through all of those.
1: So wait a minute. So in you're making it through my cloud haze here, which says to me that IE9 is actually offering. (laughs) It's like apps, apps built into your browser.
2: It kind of is like apps built into your browser. It's exactly it. And with Hotmail, we give you when you right-click, you see choices. One of the great things is with Outlook 2010, When even when Outlook is closed, if you right-click the Outlook icon, it says, I want to send a new message, create a new appointment, and now we're doing that with websites. We're allowing the most popular websites on the web to create these jump lists to do what you want to do with those sites faster. So you don't have to go to the main site and then do additional clicks. You right-click, right click there's your choice. You go right now, there. Now, how
1: do you know if a website has a jump list?
2: Ah, that's part of the fun part is is exploring <laughs> that for yourself, if you like. But now, if, if you go out to beautyoftheweb.com, there's a list of about 150, 200 websites that have enabled that. And some of the most popular sites on the web. Um, CNN is doing it. Facebook is doing it. Now I gotta go to Beauty of the Web Hang on. I
1: just went to BeautyOfTheWeb.com and we can tell everybody to go to BeautyOfTheWeb.com. Yeah. And yeah, I see that. This is a pretty darn amazing. Well, I'm sold. So cool. when does IE9 officially come out?
2: The RTW will be, uh, will be in the near future. We're, we're working then, very quickly on that and we'll have it very soon.
1: Then when will you let the Mac people in on it? <laughs>
2: Uh, I don't know. You know, we do have some cool stuff we're going to be doing for Mac uh, in the future. Some stuff I really can't talk about. But if uh, I know that a lot of Microsoft most valuable professionals do listen to your show, and there's a summit this week, and we're going to talk to them about some of the cool things that we're going to be doing for Mac. We
1: did release
2: OneNote, so yeah, it's going on yeah. this week, up right up here at Redmond. Yeah,
1: yeah, and you're going to be talking about the Zoom, Windows Seven, Xbox Connect. Uh, home server, play to sync and uh, when we come back from the break, will you let us in on some of the hot new things on Bing? Because as you know, I'm getting a little nervous about Google searching my searches.
2: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Okay, this is Marsha Collier along with Stephen Rose from Microsoft on WS Radio, the worldwide leader in Internet talk. Welcome back to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Yes, and we're at 877-474-3302, but you never call in because you like to listen in your pocket on your phone. And obviously, download us. Thank you again for helping us with our ratings. We're glad we can be here for you and be Tech Radio and have all our friends on Twitter. As you know, my guest right now is Stephen Stephen Rose. Head honcho, smart guy at Microsoft, and he always answers the tough questions for me. And before we talk about being in the new Bing toolbar, I just, Stephen, I want you to know, been trying Office 10. Really, really love it. I really love it. And I also love the fact that I'm able to make a copy of it on my laptop as well as my desktop so I can transfer stuff back and forth and I can enjoy the experience on cross-platform. Really good.
2: Well, you are going to love Office 365, which we're going to be releasing later on this year. It's currently in beta now. And that's going to be a version of the product online. And I think what's really great about it is that the experience is going to be very, very similar to the actual product you use on your desktop. And I think that's what's really going to separate us from a lot of their competitors is if you've used Office, when you use it online, you're like, oh, hey, cool, all the features I'm looking for is here. And the fact that it's saving everything to the cloud immediately and people can work on documents at the same time, I think it's it's what people have been looking for in an online Office suite. So that is great to hear, and I'll pass it on to the folks at Office.
1: Oh, yeah, please. And I, I think this is all great. And one of the reasons, again, why I am strong on Microsoft is I pay you guys i pay for my operating system i pay for my software from you and i know that when i'm using it and uh, you're just not monitoring my stuff unless i give you permission and i appreciate that
2: a little pop-up pops up every time and asks you if you're willing to send us feedback and if you say no then you know we'd love you to do it because we make better products out of it but we understand if you don't want to send that to us that's fine
1: yeah i like that we're not being watched so tell me what am I going to – what's new? What can possibly be new about a search toolbar?
2: Well, I, I think what's different about Bing and the Bing toolbar itself, and I think it's just a great experience. I don't work, I don't work for the Bing team or with the Bing team. I am a uh, an end user who really likes a product that gets me to where I want to be. Right now, we're at 23% market share, which is great. It means that one out of every four people out there are using Bing and playing with it. I love the visual search feature. It is absolutely one of my favorites. I love it for shopping. Uh, they have a cool one for like all the NHL players and who's got the highest scores and organizes everything by pictures. But the new toolbar just came out. It's, it's out in beta. Uh, it's been out now for about a week. And when you look at it, it's very minimal. And, uh, there's still the Bing rewards program, which I think is, is a, is a nice program. There's
1: a, I love box. Bing rewards because I, I've Bing been rewards. able to buy myself at 20% off. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah, good. I that's actually cool. have a What's screen. Rewards. We need to do that. Yeah, I have a screen grab on my Facebook page where there was a Bing Rewards ad with my picture, and you could buy me at twenty percent off.
2: Wow, <laughs> You've got to keep an eye out for these types. Of things.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, the
2: new things you are going to see is a Facebook ad. It nice you now can see your news feed and your photos and your friends and your friends' pictures and all of that stuff without ever leaving the page you're on directly through the Bing toolbar.
1: I like that. I like that. So, and the Bing toolbar is available now, and the Bing toolbar can be used on IE9 or Firefox.
2: Uh, this version is a IE9 version. I don't okay. know if it works on Firefox. Let me let me take a quick look.
1: Well, uh, is this okay? I, you know, <laughs> it
2: works with Internet Explorer seven and later, Windows seven, Windows Vista, or Windows XP with Service Pack three.
1: Got it. So yeah, gotta the Service Pack. Internet packs.
2: Explorer in there, but if you uh, if you go out and you type in Bing toolbar, you'll see it, and you can actually see what it looks like up in your browser. All the icons are centered around now a centered search. And what's really neat, for example, is I went to eBay. When I got to eBay, my search bar lightly lit up and said, oh, are you looking for my eBay? Are you looking for – it said, hey, what are you looking for within the site? So when Bing is incorporated within a site, it will offer you some opportunities to try to figure out what you may want to look for while you're there.
1: Nice, nice. Yeah, I see. DiscoverBing.com slash toolbar, Mm -hmm. which is, yeah, that's really nice. So tell us. We have a few minutes left. Tell us what's coming around the corner. You've got your MVP program going up. What are we, the general public, going to see coming out of Microsoft? What are the newest trends?
2: Well, I, I think within the next year, I think that there's some really cool stuff. We're going to be doing some great new things with Connect, and that has been, you know, one of the hottest-selling products over Christmas. People love their Connect, and everybody is building some really, really exciting stuff. I think you're going to see some of the coolest games you've ever seen this Christmas. I think around back-to-school time, you're going to see more and more form factors. I just got one of the ASUS Slate uh, Slate PC, and what I love about it is it's it's a Pentium processor. 2 gigs of Mm -hmm. RAM, 64-gig hard drive. It's a little bit bigger than an iPad, but it runs a full version of Windows 7, meaning I can put any piece of hardware connected to it, and it's going to work, and I can put any piece of software that works on Windows 7 on it. And I love that fact that I can plug in a keyboard, I can plug in a mouse, a webcam, although it's got a webcam built in. I can plug in a printer, anything. And if it works in 7, it works on this. And I have a full version of Office and all the products that I like to use in a touch or pen environment.
1: Now, is this a new flavor of the Pentium processor?
2: It, this one is the i5. It's not the i7 chip because that would be a little much for right. that type of device. But it is well,
1: it's certainly better chip. than the Atom.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. The Atom is a low-power chip, and you know it's really limited. I know when I had my netbook, I had to turn off aero and a lot of features to keep it from being sluggish. This is as fast as just about any laptop that you're going to go out and go buy for around $1,000.
1: I like it. I like it.
2: I absolutely love it. And I have the Kindle reader on it, so I was Mm -hmm. reading your book on it. I have the USA Today app, which allows me to scan all the newspapers. I can scan the web with it. I can use Outlook. I can do whatever I want. And this is really just the beginning. The fact that we mentioned the new system-on-the-chip architecture at CES means that as we start to work towards Windows Next, our next version of Windows, we're looking at a wide variety of form factors, not just laptops and desktops and slates, but just about any device that you can imagine carrying around in your purse in your in your wallet or in your pocket we have the potentiality to put the next our next version of windows some flavor of that on that and not just do you know a device that has a phone operating system on steroids that's still limited and crippled but to give you the full power and full function of a device that you want to use the way that you want to use it that's secure that's using a familiar operating system and that you're running the same software that you run at home. Not one version that's maybe run on a phone and one on a third-party device and one on a laptop. The same software across all devices. And yeah, I think, I think
1: that's, that's my problem with the Android operating system. I, I just don't like that it's different. I, I yeah, like, uh, like the idea of one system.
2: Uh, no, I agree. I, I had an Android phone for a while. I had the Galaxy S. It, I love the hardware form factor, but it was the first time in my life that I have to go online to find out how to do something in a phone. And the <laughs> fact that it's not as as intuitive. And I'm a pretty smart guy. That, that was a little intimidating for me.
1: <laughs> oh, gosh. That must have killed you, actually.
2: <laughs> I was like, what? I can't figure this out. I had to go online. They like, oh, I was trying to figure out. I don't remember what it was, how to do. But it, it was a little difficult. I have a Windows 7 phone now, and, and I absolutely love it. And I encourage people to play with them and go see them.
1: Okay, I'm tell sure. me now. We have, a, we have a few minutes left. How is the Windows yeah. 7 phone doing? Uh, tell yeah, us a little really, bit about well, it. I,
2: I think it's going to be interesting, our, our new partnership with Nokia, uh, that Nokia is now going to be building Windows 7 phones, and people are very happy about that. Some aren't. But I, I think, you know, I love the fact that when I look at my phone, I'm seeing what's happening on Facebook. We have Twitter integration that's going to be coming. Um, it's If I hold down the Windows key, it becomes voice activated, so I could say, call Marsha Collier or find me a Chinese restaurant here, and it just does it for me. It's very intuitive. We have some great apps we're building in the app marketplace. I encourage anybody who's an IT pro to go out to the marketplace and download. We built one for the Windows Springboard series and one for Office. I just think that it's a great phone and it's a, it's a really great form factor and and it's fun. Uh, Now,
1: because I'm on, because I'm on Sprint, so, you know, I'm kind of limited. I know. The Arrive. Now, have you played with this phone?
2: I have not played with that phone, but I'm hoping this week at MVP Summit I'll get a chance to. But it's really about the form factor because the OS on all the models is identical. So
1: Steve, Stephen, we're going out. Thank you no. so much for being on. I know it's we got to do this again and sooner. Okay, I promise.
2: Always a pleasure to be on your show, Marcia. Hey, and people can Twitter me at Stephen L Rose. If they have any questions or want to reach out to me directly, and that's what the PA. Okay.
1: This is Marsha Collier along with Mark Cohen and we're on WS Radio, the worldwide leader. You've been in listening internet to Talk. Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.
0: It's a fact. Thousands of real people all over the world are quietly building large personal fortunes from home without ever touching any products. Join us now. Global Domains International and .ws website domain names are becoming household words. Get started now for free at www.prosperity.ws. That's prosperity.ws as in website.
3: Everyone goes to Vegas at some time for business or pleasure. Why pay for overpriced hotels? WS Radio has a super deal two nights and three days for only 30 bucks. But there is a catch you need to listen to a one hour seminar. But hey, for 30 bucks, you can't beat it. Learn more at wsradio.com forward slash Vegas. That's wsradio.com forward slash Vegas.